Did you know that podcasting is the new gold rush? Companies like Apple, Google, and Amazon certainly know that it is, and that's why they're wanting more podcast shows from interesting and beautiful souls just like you. Christine Blasdale is the author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Your Amazing Itty Bitty Podcast Book, and she wants to help you get your very own podcast out into the world. So to book a free podcast strategy session with Christine, visit christineblasdale.com. Again, that's christineblasdale.com and schedule a consultation. And trust me, you'll be happy that you did. Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. I am your host, Christine Blasdale. This program is intended to bring you a fresh perspective on this thing we call life. And in each and every episode, we're going to dive into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as business, health, wealth, love, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide on this epic adventure, and as we embark on this journey, our ultimate goal is going to be one of transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale, and... We have a really special program for you because this is someone that I am so excited to bring to you. And she's actually a good friend of someone that is very close to me, uh, the wonderful Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith. And Kim Stanwood Terranova is my special guest today. She's the author of The Technology of Intention, Activating the Power of the Universe Within You. And if you've been listening to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk, that's what I'm all about. That's what I want to share with the world and how you can create your own destiny, the power that you have. And so I'm really happy to welcome to the program, beautiful Kim Stanwood Terranova. Welcome, Kim. Hi there. I'm so happy to be with you today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. And I had mentioned to you before we started record, recording this program that I as soon as I saw you on the video, I got full chills. I got like <laughs> the, the little hairs on the back of my neck all the way down my spine. Now they're going down my legs. So, oh, I love it. And I know you know about goosebumps um, mm -hmm. a little bit and, and how that is, but I just want to say thank you so much again for all the work that you do. You, uh, I didn't even mention in the introduction too that you're the lead facilitator at uh, the Rhythmia Life Advancement Center in Costa yes. Rica. And Costa Rica is a very special place in my heart. Mm. It is, it is I, I can't explain it to people how beautiful it is and the people, how amazing mm. they are. But so you do work there. And yes. also you're the spiritual director at the very prestigious uh, Summit Treatment Center in Malibu. Um, why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about how you became well, how you became obviously <laughs> this lead facilitator, but how you got in touch with this and, uh, and began your journey. Yeah, I, wow, where did it begin? It began 
when I said yes, I've learned over the years to say yes a lot, especially to listening to divine source spirit. And when I am always open and available to stay in my spiritual practice, then I get downloads regularly about which direction to go and where, where that is. And as you say that, you know, those goosebumps are a signal to, oh yes, I'm listening correctly. And I'm saying yes to this. So when I was in college, I was in a lot of pain and sadness and was being asking for guidance. I need guidance. I need to know what to, to do to get out of this. And was, thank goodness, led to a spiritual center in um, the Oakland Hills in California that just sparked me and lit me up to know more. Because here I've been always thinking about universal principles and how we create our reality. But I looked like I was crazy when I was growing up. People would look at me like, what are you talking about? This is too much information. And I couldn't understand why everyone didn't want to know. Like asking big questions was interesting to me. So when I started getting answers at a spiritual center, that then led me to, to really study deeply spiritual studies, which led me to Southern California when I met Reverend Michael um, and immediately began studying with him. And that was 30 years ago. That's a long time ago. So he and I have been blessed to really walk a path together for a long time. And I'm honored that he's my teacher and I then started saying yes to him all the time. So when he says, Kimberly, I need you to go to Costa Rica. I said, yes, I'm there. That's, so I yeah, found that's that an easy question well. to answer. And I, have to, <laughs> right. I, have to say, I have to preface it with this though. I said yes before he told me what I was doing. He knows. He walked into a room and said, I have something to talk to you about. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to say yes, whatever it is. And it was like an hour later that his assistant found me and said, the Rev wants you to be teaching in Costa Rica. Now, well, I'm so happy I said yes. So it's worked out, those yeses. It's, it's, it's similar to me to the feeling that I get when I'm in Maui, mm -hmm. which is, I believe it's like the heart chakra of the planet, the Hawaiian mm -hmm. islands in general. There's a feeling of um, being home, returning mm -hmm. home and, and fitting in. And, I, and I, it's hard to fully explain it, but it's like when you're there in Costa Rica, you almost feel like, you're back into your, you know, a loving mother's embrace. Yes. That's how yeah. I, that's how I equate it. Well, cause the earth and, just and, soaks you up and holds you because it's so rich and so damp and so luscious that it kind of wraps you. And it's, a, it has a deep spiritual um, energy vibration there as well. So it's, I'm grateful. It's my second home. You know, I get to go back and forth. How nice. I know. It's really and they've nice. got great surfing. The waves are really good to surf. Absolutely. <laughs> they do. I swim in them a lot. I haven't learned how to surf yet, but I'm usually riding horses or, you know, going swimming in the ocean when I'm not working. Well, Costa Rica, and speaking of, of surfing, Costa Rica is actually the place where I had experienced a, a near-death experience. Mm. And I had the wonderful opportunity of experiencing time standing still and connecting to the oneness and for for those people who have experienced possibly near-death experiences some of us have that have have had the experience of actually connecting to everything and it is very difficult to explain except for there was a moment in time where i 
I could, I was one with the water, with the rocks, with the birds, with the bees, with the plants. And it was the most beautiful feeling I have ever experienced. And it was a moment where I, it really shifted my consciousness that um, I'm not afraid of, I'm not afraid of dying because it's actually one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had. I had that opportunity and I was given the choice do you want to go like this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had seen what what the ramifications of my death would have been on the people that I love. Oh, you were shown and a lot. I was shown a lot, girl. Yes. I was shown like like a movie. And it was my mom found out on television, on a news broadcast oh, that this American goodness. died. And I died in a way that mm-hmm. my sister had died, kind of. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. That would That would destroy my mom. You know, like, I can't do that. Yes. And it was like, are you sure? It even gave me another option. Are you sure? And I said, yeah, no, I, I can't do that. Um, no, I can't. So okay, you just gave me those goosebumps. Thank yeah, you for right. making that decision <laughs> in that moment. But, but the thing is, is that that's why Costa Rica also is such a special place for me because it completely changed mm. my perception of what our reality is. Yes. And how much control actually we, we do have in our lives, in the life's decisions. Now, your book, The Technology mm-hmm. of Intention, which yes, th- that is like, that is so important because everything, when I tell people, when they get in arguments and, and they're frustrated, I'm like, but what was the intention of the person that you're angry with? What was their intention? What do you think their intention was? And we get that confused all the time. Let's yes. talk about this. So the technology of intention, is there a technology to Absolutely. intention? Absolutely. We all have an inner technology within us that I think is so important right now for us to recognize and to stay activated in. You know, we look outside at the technology of the world and we go to it. It's our go-to, the phones, the screens, whatever it is, we go to that technology and forget that inside we have a storehouse of spiritual technology. And that is our own inner wisdom, our intuition, our guidance, our goosebumps, our connection with source. Now, our intention is one of the clearest tools in our spiritual technology to help us manifest all that we desire in life. Because our intention is our word. We're stating what our intention is unto the universal presence. The universe is always responding to us. If we are unclear, we get muddled results. If we have clarity in our intention, and there's a very specific way to write clear intentions, then we have beautiful manifestations that match what we were aiming for. So our technology of intention is vitally important because it is the place where we activate the power of the universe within us. We have it within us. And my intention is to assist people with a roadmap to know how to activate it. So that that word right now has been been used a lot, like in yoga classes and every class, and I hope across the world soon that everywhere it's, what is our intention before we start this meeting? What is our intention before we begin this business? Because when we know that we're going to base it in qualities and feeling tones of what we wish to create, then our intentions are have more action to them. So the universe brings them back to us in, in you know, double, triple fold. It's the clarity we put into our intention is how powerful we are using this universal field of awareness. So it's everything to me that that technology is more important to me than the outer technology. 
and that's that's so important because I when I coach my clients, I'm I do intu- intuitive um, guidance um, coaching, and what I find is that when someone has a project or if they want to create a podcast show or a YouTube channel or write a book, when their intention is to help others and mm-hmm. they have the need and a passion, maybe they, they themselves were the, a child you know, of uh, abusive parents and they mm-hmm. don't want someone else to, to feel that and they want to help others. That yeah. intention has an energy and a force yeah. and- yes. And, and you can have someone who's, who says, well, I want to make a lot of money and I want to do something because I think it'll be really popular and a lot of people will, you know, will want to jump on. That, mm-hmm. that intention, that energy has a different feel than I really yeah. want to help those millions of children out there that are suffering yeah. in silence. And, mm-hmm. and so that, that clarity though, right? Because listen, Absolutely. we're, we're bombarded with so much. The, the, these things, these things, you know, keep us busy. There's so much information yes. overload. There's fear. There's COVID. There's the politics of the world. Mm-hmm. So how do you, with your clients and people mm-hmm. that you work with, how do you help them get to that place of programming their intention? Because mm-hmm. it's a Beautiful. technology and so yes. we got to be able to tap into that and program yes. it, I, I believe, right? Absolutely. And, you know, it comes back to what is our practice? What is our practice? My clients know probably my two favorite questions to them is what is your intention and what is your practice right now? What practice are you embodying? And just earlier today, a fairly new client said to me, so when you're asking me that question, are you aiming just for spirituality in my practice? And I said, a really great question. What I'm aiming for is the practice that keeps you centered. So if that is your spiritual practice, you bet. If that is your practice of self-care, then let's call it that. Whatever you're comfortable with, I'm talking about, there's a practice that keeps each and every one of us connected to source spirit. So that practice, yes, it may include prayer, intention work, affirmations, journaling, meditation, I have one client that his practice is sitting on a surfboard in the ocean because that's where he is meditating, but that's his spiritual practice. He's connected to source when he's there. When we are staying in a practice, whatever honors us, and mine is the first five that I read to you, that I'm daily meditator, set my intentions, say my prayers, wake up, go outside, say my prayers, do my spiritual reading, and am always in alignment with what is my practice in this moment? What tool do I need? so that I can activate the power of intention. It's our practice that keeps us clear so the intentions can come through. If we're muddled, again, back to that, we don't have a practice like, well, I don't know what I want. I just want a lot of money. Back to your reference, right? I'd ask someone, what is that money going to give you? What is it you really want to feel? And is it financial freedom? Is it the ability to travel wherever you want, to take care of your family? Then our intention is really to call forth financial abundance for freedom, for care of my loved ones, to be able to know all my needs are met. Your intention is going to be those qualities, not just a bunch of money, because you could have a bunch of money and not have those other things. And not have, not have the time to be with your family because you're so worried about making that money. Right. So we go towards the qualities of what we wish to embody. That's part of writing intentions. We always there's a three pillar process to them, I call it, before they're always in the present moment, the statements of intention, 
They're always in the um, positive and they're based in qualities. So an intention wouldn't be, my intention is to not eat chocolate cake today. There's a negative in there and it's what you don't want. So I'd say my intention is to make choices that honor my body and all of my you know, eating patterns this day based in qualities, not results, so that the universe could bring us back more in different pathways than we ever imagined because we're aiming for this is what I'm calling forth and then we're letting go and then we're inspired into action that matches that intention. If we don't have the intention, we wake up and just think, yeah, I think I'm going to get something done today, but we are not driven to follow an inspiration. A, it, we're just putting out unconscious choices to the universal field when we've got a powerful ability to put out conscious choices. And I'd rather be playing in the conscious field. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I just spoke with um, one of my master teachers. She's a, um, a master Reiki healer and also mm-hmm. a hypnotherapist for many decades. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the subconscious mind, how it's really, you know, driving the car consciously we might say well of course i want to be successful of course i want to have a um, an amazing relationship of course i want to have a a body that i'm you know feel comfortable in and and move in this world but our subconscious mind if our subconscious mind is still listening to those beliefs that our parents maybe instilled in us and in you're you're lousy you know you're not worthy um you're you're fat you're ugly uh, whatever, or if they're fighting over money, this is the thing. So many entrepreneurs that I, that I work with, they're like, of course, I want to have a successful business. I want to start a new entrepreneurial endeavor. But if the subconscious mind is hearing mommy and daddy fighting over the checkbook and arguing okay. over bills, they're going to equate money with a negative and mm-hmm. they'll sabotage themselves all the time. Yes. So it's, it's kind of playing a little bit of a trick on that. And, well, and it's back to that practice too, right? Because yes. if we're back to our practice, we will see those subconscious patterns. You know, that's part of our work with individuals is to assist them to see the patterns so they can choose again, not to see the patterns in judgment, but to see the patterns in acceptance of, oh, now I could have compassion for myself of why I haven't achieved that because I was holding this subconscious belief that once I shed the light of truth upon it, once I see it, I can change it. That's where when someone says to me, well, Kim, this is just who I am. I'll say, I don't agree. I think that once you see a pattern, you then also have a choice to shift it. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying you still have choice. Even if it's not easy, we still have choice. It's are you willing to do the work to shift the pattern to create the life you wish? And you said something so important there. It's having compassion for yourself. Yes. How many times have we been triggered in a relationship? How many times have we been triggered by something? Uh, maybe abandonment, let's say. Uh, your, your significant other, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, leaves you on read or doesn't answer you back. And immediately you're triggered into that childhood, you know, abandonment right. issue. Uh, daddy left or mommy left or didn't, you mm-hmm. know, have that when you're spiraling down because then you're looking for cl- you're looking for things to back up right. that right mm-hmm. and it's like well they liked somebody's post on facebook and that means that they're having an affair yeah, you start building evidence or my- you start building evidence to support you, that exactly it's not an accurate belief and then we build a story to support the the, the false belief it, 
and then you spiral. Yeah. It's, I call it the water going down the drain in the bathtub. Yes. You just start going down, 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 down. But when you're able to catch mm -hmm. yourself as you're being triggered, yeah. like, you know, as you're like a fish on a hook, when you catch yourself and you just, and it's sometimes it's hard, but if you can just step away from your emotions, feelings, mm -hmm. uh, imagination, because that's what mm -hmm. it is, when you can step away and really look at it and say, wait a second, I don't have to believe right. that. I can just wait and see how this person treats me. Mm -hmm. I can wait and see um, what happens instead of rushing, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the cart before the horse, mm -hmm. so to speak. But then it's having compassion for yourself yes. and not beating yourself up and saying, oh, silly goose. Yes. <laughs> I say that all the time. I love that statement. <laughs> Do you say all silly goose? The time. It's like, oh, I was such a silly goose. What was I thinking? But I'd rather say that than call myself a name that lingers and weighs heavy on my heart. You know, when I was teaching a class this week that I said, when we're not gentle on ourselves, we're probably most likely not gentle with others. And when we could come back to ourselves and practice gentleness in the midst of our growth, you know, Reverend Michael, when he's walked with me through a lot of big challenges and he will ask me, you know, what is your growing edge right now, Kimberly? Cause you have to change to get to this, the other side of this challenge. You will not be the same. Now, when I was walking through my growing edge, the number one thing that I always know is I better be gentle with myself while I'm on that edge, because that edge is scary, it's risky, I'm gonna be vulnerable, because I'm growing, I'm transforming. So gentleness and tenderness with myself is part of the intention that I could have an intention to say, I'm willing to walk through this shift in my life, this massive change with an open heart and flexibility as I practice deep levels of tenderness with myself in my let go. That'd be an intention that could could you imagine if that was our intention as we're going through transformation? Huge. Is it, I'm willing, I can do this, I'm connected, and I will be gentle to myself with every let go. This human experience is a lot. You know, it's a lot. There's times he and I were having a conversation a few weeks ago, and we, I said something, and he was saying, why do you think this happens? Or something? And I looked at him, I go, well, these humans, we do, da, 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 and we both burst into laughter. I go, why am I saying these humans? He goes, because it's true. It's like the humans, us, we are. This human experience can get caught. And in the human experience, we can forget that we're all, every single one of us, are spiritually avail we're available to wake up to our spiritual power. We all have it. Nobody came into their body without, in their DNA, an awakening of their spiritual technology. It's a choice to allow it to shine more than a human experience. It's a choice. It's a choice and nobody knows they have that choice. Oh, I mean, not nobody, yeah. but, but, but many, many, many people don't realize they have that. Which is why so we get to wake everyone up. <laughs> we're, we're, we're thrown into this, right? We're these beautiful, huge, amazing spirits and soul yes. and energy. And we're shoved into this little tiny, tiny little body. Mm -hmm. And then we're bombarded the first seven years of our lives with our parents, dogma and the community, the society that you grow up in, if it's extremely religious or, you know, mm -hmm. sexist or homophobic or whatever. So you're given you're given all those programs, yes. right? You're being programmed. Yes. And then you're taught that, you know, you just need to react to life. 
you don't have control. Not too long ago, you know, religious organizations, mm -hmm. uh, the dogma, mm -hmm. they told you what your destiny was. Right. They told you, you were born in sin. Mm -hmm. You have to repent. Uh, and there's either, you're either going to heaven or you're going to that fiery place. Mm -hmm. And really you don't have any control in the situation. It's just going to be judgment day. So there's fear. There's, we're of course. brought up in this fear. And then when you realize how much power that you have and that you have the divine within you yes. for so many, well, centuries, we've been told you do not have div divinity in you. You are not part of God. Some, and, some play, and then there's, there's some sweet whisperings in there in those centuries where there was other, you know, other whisperings happening. It was just that the masses were trying to push that out because it was too scary. It was too They scary. were burning you at the stake, Kim. I sure was. Believe me, I, I know that. I was too, girl. I'm <laughs> clear about that. I really, that's a whole other story. We'll have another time, but I have no hesitation to have it because I know it. And it's because the spiritual truths were still wanting to be revealed. Fear will keep us small if we let it. We don't have to let it. So when we remember that, and right there, we get to have compassion for those systems that out of fear put things in alignment and have held them too long. There's too many places all over the world right now that are waking up and popping out of the box of fear, out of the box with fear, right? So we get to remember we're here on purpose and on point. So I am not saying oh, it's easy and we come in and we're handed all this half the time, maybe more, you know, we wake up through pain as well as we wake up through vision. And we get, it's like the story you started with is that in that moment that you had a choice, you're on a near death experience, you had a choice, but there was still a wake up. You still got a choice to say yes. And thank goodness you did. You know, we each have opportunities to wake up it is not always easy but it's available and when we reach for something that's bigger than what we've known we've just opened a door of unlimited possibilities and that is what i keep my intentions to assist people to realize that power within them and to activate it not just to realize it but to daily moment by moment by moment activate it which is why i'll say to people what is your intention my children never got out of the car when they went to school, all through grammar school, middle school, high school, without hearing, what's your intention today? Because I, my intention was to help them stay awake, stay awake, stay awake, back to us knowing that we come in with all that stuff. I wanted them to stay awake. What do I wish to create today? That is one practice, one tool to keep that spiritual technology alive is to ask ourselves, what is, what's my intention today? Is it to be loving to myself? Is it to be open and receptive to learn something new? Is it to stay awake? That's a great intention. I want to stay awake and learn and grow. I think that what, what you're talking about is so important for people that we need to teach our children that at a really young age. We teach them conformity, in schools, we teach them, you know, reading, what is it, reading math, uh, you know, history, mm -hmm. and history is usually skewed to the victors, so. <laughs> no, I, I agree, and I've been doing that, I've been doing, and I will continue to do. I have, a, I have a children's organization that teaches these principles to children, and when I have 
20, 30 children sitting in a circle and have spent a day meditating, writing gratitude journals, learning empowering language. And then I watch them. I have them sit in a circle at the end of the day and their parents come for the last 20 minutes and sit behind them. And I'll ask them, could you just share one thing that you learned today that you'll be practicing? And to watch the parents behind the children weep as they hear their child say, I'm going to start meditating every day now because I felt so peaceful and, and happy when I did. Or another child said, I'm going to start writing my gratitudes every day because I realize how grateful I am for my sister who I thought I didn't like. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's when we, st but we, and I look at the parents and say, now, my intention was to ignite this in your children and give them the tools. My ask is you keep it alive. Like you have the conversation. We, we, every time we're in a car with our children, we sit at a dinner table, we have the opportunity to ask questions and inspiring questions. You know, what did you see today that changed your life? What are you grateful for? Where were you of service today? What's possible? What do you want to create today? When we ask questions, it gets off of a screen and the mind starts to click into possibilities, possibilities, possibilities. But this, what you and I are doing right now, talking to one another, is the place of connection. And we get to create connection for our children so that they see bigger than what's in front of them. And then give them the tools. I am going to say something. I got an intuitive little hit and you need to write a children's book, Kim next it's coming next yes are you working on it are you well, working on it it's right now it's yes and i have another big project that's coming out soon that i'm working on i find and thank you for saying that i will take that hit and i will accept it fully and listen to it because i say yes remember is that um when i spirit drops in messages at all times and the one of the peace organization I have for children. When that came to me years ago and I went to Reverend Michael and said, this keeps coming to me. I'm supposed to do this. And he went, oh, you are supposed to do this and you are to work with children. And I get busy. Like he was like, get busy because we all, every single one of us have, there's moments that inspiration pops our, back to our practice, back to our intention. Our practices create fertile soil for those seeds to land. And then we can choose like, oh, I'm supposed to do that. Yeah. So yes, children's book is, is on the list. And I was just to get this first one out this year, the technology of intention was like, yes, that's out now to the next one. So I'm yeah, saying, I, oh, I, I see it. It's, um, I do. I, I see it very, very big and clear and easy Good. and fun. And I mean, so yes. super fun. Exactly. Super when, fun. When you're, when it's really interesting because when you talk about the technology of, of intention mm -hmm. and, and, and I, I'll give an example for people because sometimes in these concepts, when we're talking, sometimes the concepts might be too, they're not, they're people are like, yeah, but I need something to hold on to sure. a little bit. Absolutely. So, just an example is many years ago, um, I was living in a part of Los Angeles that I did not, I was not thriving. Let's put it that mm -hmm. way. Um, <laughs> I'd hear helicopters at night. I'd hear gunshots. Uh, I didn't mm -hmm. feel really safe because it wasn't a really, 
you know, it, it's not, it wasn't Malibu Hills, let's put it that way. So um, I knew that I wanted to, um, to change my living situation. And I've always gravitated mm-hmm. towards the ocean. I am, I have mm-hmm. five planets in Scorpio. I am a water baby through and through. I feel the best when I'm near the ocean. Near water. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm a little claustrophobic. So I like that. I like that oceany kind of feel. Yes. So uh, I remember going to a, a part of Ventura, California. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what I would do is, and I did like maybe two days of this, I would go and pretend like I was already living there in this particular neighborhood that I really, I, I gravitated toward. So yes. I'd go to the grocery store and say, oh, I love my local Vons. <laughs> I love my mm-hmm. local Vons. It's so awesome. They have a Starbucks in here. I can, um, I can come here anytime I want, day or night, and I can get my groceries. It's so wonderful because it's so close. I would go to the beach. I'd put my um, towel down and I'd say, isn't it wonderful that I'm so close to the beach that I could literally just walk to my house. If I, if I have to pee, I can just go to my house. Right. I already imagined that I was already there. Yes. And I only did this a couple days. And when I was looking for a place to live, mm-hmm. lo and behold, I got a call from um, a management uh, company saying, look, there's a place it's available. We're not showing it yet because it because the tenant just left and it's a mess. But if you're interested in seeing it, you know, come on down. Oh, well, yes. I, I jumped on it. I jumped on it. I went, walked, walked through. Yes, it was a, it was horrific, but it was five houses from the ocean. <sighs> That's your, your intention was fulfilled, my dear. And it was. And it was a lot of, you know, compared to where I was living, the the rent was a little, was quite a bit higher, but I said, Mm -hmm. you know what, I've already created it. I'll create the the finances. I'll create the, the income to be able to pay for it. And lo and behold, I did. So of course, because you set that into the universe, the universe responded. You were clear. You were in the present positive. You based it in qualities. You did everything that a clear intention is. So you're making this for the listeners totally tangible. Tell me more, please. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, no, it was, it, it was, is it almost like it's, it's magical in the respect of being able to see yourself already there. Same thing with yeah. relationships. I, yes. I'm so blessed to have the most amazing mm-hmm. wife. Um, she's my best friend. She's the funniest person in the, on the planet. And I, I didn't think that I thought I was going to be alone. Um, mm. I really did. I had reached a point in my life where I was like, you know what? I'm okay. It'll be me and my dog. Uh, I'll be here by the beach. I'm fine. And when I had, and I had to have an experience of having my heart blasted and they complete that my heart had just been completely dusted. And with that, though, I came back within and started to love myself. And at that time, just said, imagine the perfect person. Imagine how you feel when you're with them, the presence. Not even so much like what they look like or anything like that, but just the The energy of them. Mm -hmm. The feeling of actually being yourself and having a person that you can completely be yourself with, and they love every bit about you. Yes. And it was like within, like within a month, two months, this person 
my, my wife found me. She's, I was on her Instagram feed. You know how, like when you go to Instagram and it says stuff you might be interested in. And you popped up. I popped up. I love that. I popped up and she immediately, she didn't know why she just clicked on my picture, stalked me for a little bit, but you know, I love it. But right there, your intention was fulfilled again. Like those are two perfect examples of everything we're discussing that it does at times feel lofty. Someone could say, yeah, Kim, how's that possible? You just gave two great examples. There wasn't a lot of pushing there. There was a lot of clearing of belief. So you clear the place for belief, you know, like to know, Anything that doesn't match this vibration, let me just put it to the side. Let me bracket it. I'm calling forth this. When I moved from the Bay Area to Southern California, same thing occurred. I set my intention very clearly. I wanted to only work three nights a week. I was wanted to live alone. I had a Doberman Pinscher and I had a huge horse. And, I, and people looked at me and said, so you seriously think you're going to move to LA, only work three nights a week, live by yourself with a place that's going to take that dog and a horse down the street? I said, yep, that's what I'm going to do. And because I was an actress and, and auditioning every day, so I needed my days free. I moved to LA, took me, now the thing is we have to be persistent and keep the vision. So it didn't show we gotta, up right We got to be specific. <laughs> yep. And then we have to let go of how it shows up. So I was literally driving through a beautiful neighborhood and saw a little handwritten sign that said, little studio for rent. I went and knocked on the door and said, I have a big dog. They went, we're fine with your big dog. So that was done. And then it's the, night, the job took a, few, a little bit longer. I got hired literally two blocks away to open one of the California pizza kitchens and be the bartender only three nights a week. I went, well, that all worked. Three nights a week, I could walk to work. I'm home. My dog's here. My horse is in the next town over. And Done. free pizza. But, <laughs> and free pizza. My favorite food. So again, it's like, it was something that looked impossible when I put aside the how. That's the thing. We can't get tripped up with, how is this going to happen? Exactly. Spirit, the universe, whatever you want to call it, does not have any limits to assist in the creation. We're working with an unlimited power. So our job is to put the how aside and to get back to, this is my intention. So mine was to call for it, the perfect living place at the divine price for myself and my dog. And that I'm working in a fulfilling job that brings me financial abundance for three nights a week or something better. And that's what occurred. So it's, it's our willingness to put it out there, let go, trust, put it out there, let go. It doesn't mean we do nothing, but we move from inspired action. I saw the sign, I made the call, I researched what's working around here. So it's just that we don't do, we don't do the, um, I have to do this, this, and this for it to happen. Right. We catch the inspiration. Oh, I'm supposed to go that way. Okay, let me do that. And not get caught up in the house. Because that's the thing too, with, with instantaneous or like miraculous healings, mm-hmm. you know, physically our bodies respond to our thoughts and our right. beliefs yes. and it's yes. been proven through placebo trials Absolutely. and everything. Right. Yes. But you don't, you can, if, if you, if you're able to say like, if you have, I've had, a, I've had moments in my life where I've had something that I go, Oh, okay. I know what you are and it's the C word. I know what you are. Hello. Nice to see you. It's, I understand that you're making yourself known right now, but you know what? It's really not a good time because I'm quite busy. 
<laughs> I'm quite busy. I see you. I love you, but I, but you're not needed. This lesson, this message is, it's not required. I, I'm, I gotcha. Gotcha. I'm good. And instead of that fear, right. instead of tapping into that fear and miraculous things have happened to me physically that I can't explain. I don't know how I just right. know that it's, it's happened. Yes. And that is just a reinforcement. So if we can get into the, the pattern, the habit of mm -hmm. saying that, okay, I know that I have so much more power than I've ever given myself credit. And instead of reacting to things, right. And going down that spiral, being proactive with it and saying, this is what I want to feel. This is, this is how I want to have a relationship. This is how, this is where I want to feel comfortable in my home environment, in my mm -hmm. work. And I know you deal with a, a lot of entrepreneurs as well. I know you deal with a lot of clients in business and we can apply this to mm -hmm. business. Yes. And they're Absolutely. all aspects. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love when, um, you know, when, when I could, when I have business men, women go into their meetings, their board meetings and ask, we're going to have an intention today. And our intention is to move through this meeting with da, 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 da. When they walk in with the intention of what they want, clear communication, to find resolution and solutions for these issues at hand, to connect with one another in a calm and clear way. Right there, if somebody walks in and says, that's our intention for this meeting. Imagine if every meeting started with an intention. Imagine if every courtroom started with an intention. Imagine if every business, Starbucks, restaurants, whatever is put, this is our intention today to be conscious or say it's kind and conscious to our clients and to serve the best food possible. Who knows? To Who knows what's possible if we are activating? It's working either way. The power is always bringing us what we are thinking. So why don't we get in alignment with what we wish to create so that we're enjoying the ride? We have the opportunity to enjoy the ride. Even when it's bumpy. There's times that it's super <laughs> bumpy. And I'll say to people, so put your hands in the air because this is going to be a bumpy ride right now. You know, and I'm still going to enjoy the ride. Even if I'm crying, I'm going to get back up, wipe myself off and go, what's my intention now? You know, some sometimes um, someone will ask me because in the last, as I mentioned to you, in the last year and a half, I lost my home and my business in the Southern California fires. And in one night, life changed dramatically. The middle of the night, leaving in the dark with my dogs and computers, and that's it. And a whole life of, for my children and myself was gone. Every, every detail, physical detail. So to know that after that, when someone said, how did you, how can you be in joy and ride the roller coaster right at that point? The answer is, I didn't ask, I didn't have expectation on myself to do that the day after. I had tenderness with myself. I had compassion to know, I'm not sure how long I'll be on my knees crying. I'm not sure what the next step will be, but I know I'm getting up. And I know that if I move through this and process it and I'm gentle with myself, like, let me just take this in layers because this is a lot. And then ask, okay, what it, what's my intention now, spirit? And I did. When I got up off the ground, I looked around and went, what is my intention now? I don't even know where to begin. And I heard spirit say, 
you're, you need to master flexibility right now because you have no idea what's going to happen in the next couple of years. And I've heard this flexibility. I thought I was flexible. And, but I didn't, you know, I didn't argue it. Okay, that's it. My intention is to master flexibility and fluidity because I have no clue where I'm going to live, how I'm going to get clothes, where my clients are going to see me at, where's my retreat organization? Where am I going to do those children's retreats? It's all unknown. So if I wasn't flexible, I would have stayed down when I moved six times in one year and had to bounce from office to office and ask my clients to be flexible. But that intention carried me through the storm. So I was still on the roller coaster ride. Yes, it was scary, but I still got carried through because I thought I'm still moving through this. I'm not being stopped by it. And I think that's the difference back to us being awake is if we look at our challenges, whether it's the economic situation right now, our, our health situation, we can take intentions of our daily life and then blow them out to, what's my intention to be a global citizen right now? What would that look like? You know, when we, we are activating the same powers, so our challenge, big community challenge, world challenge, it all starts right here. If my intention is to be a conscious individual today i'm going to make choices that honor humanity so that we are always participating and even when it's hard but that's what i love people to remember is that that's the intention of staying awake that even when it's hard i'm still using these tools i may be crying through it but i'm still using my bag of tools because they're working you know and why not use them if they're right here even if it hurts temporarily we will get back to the joy we have to move through this, all things, with the intention to move through, not to be stuck by, so that we can live as an awakened society. Well, and when you, when you were mentioning uh, flexibility to that, that being able to adapt mm-hmm. uh, is a, is a skill set in its own. And I, I like to, when I'm, I'm throwing a curveball in life, mm-hmm. I like to equate it to, remember Neo in The Matrix? Oh yes. When he bends when they're shooting bullets at him and he's able to go backwards. Yes. And, just, and, yes. and because we are kind of in a video game in some respects, it's being able to handle that, whatever it is that's being thrown at you and sort of say, I am going to come out of this actually even better. So when you have that, uh, that relationship breakup and you're like, Oh my God, this is the worst thing in the world. They don't like me or, you know, what's wrong with me or, mm-hmm. um, my heart is broken. And instead of having that energy going out into the universe of, you know, or they cheated on me and all men mm-hmm. are bad and all women are bad, whatever. When you say, Hey, maybe the universe, God, love, whatever, um, is saving me from something. And mm-hmm. taking this person out of my life because someone more who, good coming, someone exactly who mm-hmm. is who you who you feel at home with is yes. right there. It's hard yes. when you're in the middle of that. It's really yes, because that's the, the gentleness, the ego. Yes, <laughs> it's a journey. It's all a journey, and we get to um, enjoy it or get stuck by it. And, you know, all of this work that we're discussing is what we have the tools to make a choice even in that. It's like, what am I going to choose today to stay awake and alert? I am so glad I met you. 
I'm so glad I met you too. And I will be with you in person someday and somewhere around the world. And we'll be able to have, you know, big conversations even more just like this. So I, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Kim. Why don't you, um, for our listeners and viewers so that they can check out your work, why don't you throw out your website and, and let them know, well, let them know also what you, what you got going on. Absolutely. So my website is kimstanwoodterranova.com. My book, please go to Amazon and order it, The Technology of Intention. Um, Children's book will be coming about soon, as Christine just said, who knows? And um, you can follow me on social media. I have lots of um, places that I'm teaching and speaking right now. And also in Costa Rica at Rhythmia, when, when borders open up, I will be back there again. And there's a lot, lot happening and a lot I'd like to um, share with people. So if you could sign up on my website, then I could keep you posted of where I'm at in the world and what's happening. Beautiful. I'll make sure that that is in the notes of this podcast show. And on YouTube, there'll be clickable links as well. So they don't have to look anything up. And, um, and I want to invite you back anytime you want to come back on out of Yes. Um, I know that, I know that, uh, like I said, I, I listened to my goosebumps and they were just full throttle today. So thank you thank again. You. Uh, thank you. I'm so that. honored. Yes. I'm so I, honored. And I'll see you again. Yes, you will. All right. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you, love. And I want okay. to thank you, wonderful listeners, for tuning in today. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and soon to be Amazon Audible. Wow. Reaching a lot of people. And, um, and of course, on YouTube. Until next time, remember to always think outside of that damn box. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up another edition of Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. And it has been an absolute honor being with you today. For more information on this program, please visit outoftheboxwithchristine.com. And if you'd like to book a private coaching session on how to expand your business or how to create your own podcast, feel free to contact me directly at christineblasdale.com. That's christineblasdale.com. I would love to help you navigate this journey called life. Until then, remember, as always, to think outside that damn box. Bye for now.